The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right. Uh, right, the Glazers are minging. How good. <laughs> what? Right. Here's what happens. You make me title a video. Right. No one makes something. you do anything. Right. No one has First ever. First off, you never, you've yeah. never titled a video in your life. And so. you don't, no one makes you do anything. So okay. let's, let's not pretend. Right. Let's, let's rewind. Right. They titled the video <laughs> right. against my wishes against about the Glazers. But for my wishes. Right. And also, you didn't tell them that until like three minutes ago. Yeah. It might be breaking. It might be current. I don't care. And also, right. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, you but don't care. You, but you've people you've do. gone off on the Glazers, right? Yeah. It's going out tomorrow. Yeah, it's going out tomorrow. Transfer you've gone off on the Glazers. So, can so I not have my. Talk it's going out at five o'clock on Adam McCollum's yeah, Can I not have a Top 10 kits from the 90s? Yeah, we will talk about the top 10 kits in the 90s. And anyone that says the 1991 kit isn't the best, then he's lying. Well, the, that is a lie. But. Because it's the 92. Yeah, cool. Uh, we had with, Rude on Rio's podcast this morning. It's going out next week. Oh, he dropped some bombs. Yeah, fuck that. Listen, carry on. Go on. He doesn't know the protocol, does he? Right. You two have had your fucking say. And I want to hear about Rude Van Nistelrooy because he's my favourite of a striker. Don't worry, I'm going to tell you. But can I just briefly, just very briefly talk about it, No, not briefly. We need just to say. Good 10, 15 you, minutes. How long did you chat about How did you rant about Well, I was on my own. I was unprepared. Yeah. About 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> it, it was just an off the cuff moment. I was like, just, like I was I was about to give a rating for Pau Torres. Right, go on. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? We're not signing anyone because these owners are twats. Let me just empty my pockets here a little bit. And yeah. like 15 minutes later, I was like, all right, uh, zero out of 10. And that's on tomorrow. That's on tomorrow. <laughs> zero out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because obviously anyone who doesn't know, they've, take, they've sold... A, 71 million pounds worth of 100 shares. 100 million dollars. 100 million dollars, yeah. Sorry. 100 million dollars worth of shares. All that money's going to Avram, is it? Yeah, for yeah. a fucking air transplant issue. Yeah. Now everyone being bald, mate. Embrace it. Yeah, but um, you have a ponytail, Jay. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's arguably as bad as can taking everything you've sucking out of the Manchester United Football Club. <laughs> it's being bald and having a ponytail, you absolute whopper. Um, How can you just judge that man's decision making? No. That? You can't. If he walks into your office the club, and says anything. Is there no mirrors in your fucking house, mate? Jesus. Before he's even said anything, I want to sell some shit. Fuck off, mate. I've, I've come to buy a mansion. No. How about I buy you a mirror? Rich people have mirrors on their ceilings as well, innit? So oh, he must. I think right. that's that like island Epstein had. <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? He's, see, talking about people that fucked people they didn't, they didn't want to get fucked. The Glazers. <laughs> yes. Well, nice and done. So. <laughs> The Glazers are taking a load of money, which isn't new. You've gone off on it. Um, sur- must have just done a statement, though. Which oh, surprised yeah. me, because I like... They get a lot of statements, but I quite like them. Um, no couple of them. Duncan and Ian, you know, Imagine United fans are doing the best. A bit of a thankless task. But oh, it's they, a proper thankless task. Like yeah, you, you're always going to get hatred as, as must. And people are going to say, oh, you're in bed with a club and you're not doing this. And it's like, you do have to talk yeah. to the club. How can you get safe standing <laughs> at, in Old Trafford without having any dialogue with the, the club? The supporters trust does need... You can't just yeah. stare at them over a table and yeah. go... But I think a lot of people have a bit of a distrust for them because of, at the start, it started as a thing where 
all the fans get involved and we'll try and get the glaze out. And then when people see you then sitting with them, yeah, I suppose. But in order to be able to help fans, because they don't just represent fans in that instant, like just with the Glazer ownership, they also represent fans with seating issues, ticketing issues, yeah. the good for the going good, away, the good for away stuff. Etc. You know, like et you go to Lille or wherever, and you get and they've just jacked the price up. So yeah, and you start all like. So they have to keep some sort of dialogue between the club. Um, so, like you say, it is a thankless task. But having said that, and I agree, I like Ian, I like the lads, all that kind of stuff. Um, I speak to them and know them. But I was a little bit disappointed in the statement. Just to briefly, I'm not going to read it all out. They did not call them rats. No, they didn't call them rats. And they've said they welcomed the announcement of the, sh- the sale of shares as a further step towards a more diversified ownership model. Uh, ultimately, this is the great Glazer family relinquishing some of its control, albeit in a relatively limited way. It's not low, is it? I mean, there's, there's more, and it then goes on to... Sort the Glazer still own 75 to 76%. They still own 100%. Yeah. If you, if, whatever way you yeah, look at I it... I get where you're coming from. It's 25% right. of non-controlling stakes is literally fuck all. Obviously, no. you'll make a nice dividend and you'll be yeah. able to maybe raise a little bit of money or whatever by they, selling they your shares. They could have sold a fatter chunk and paid off the, the debt, debt that could ruin the club one day. Still. Yeah. The, the reason they don't want to pay off that debt is, though, because if United are in debt, they pay less taxes in the UK. So keeping us in debt helps them make money. Imagine. It's just, we're, it's just a vicious circle of shite and they've got no reason to change it because they're making loads of money. And this, you know, this is, is it, you'll know, is it Tampa Bay? Books. Yeah. Tampa Bay Fox. They're, they seem to care about that or at least give a shit. Mate, they got the them basically thing. messy. Yeah. And they like, basically went, you want, you want to win the Super Bowl? Here's Messi. Yeah. Which is what they did. They won the Super Bowl. By getting the biggest player, yeah. best player. So they know that that's what you need to do to be successful. And in the meantime, they're like, would you like, you know, albeit he's had a great game last night, would you like some kid from the Ivory Coast? Yeah. So the fucking, it's, it's all designed. Jamie Burton in Super Chat says, dividends they took last time could not legally be reversed despite the COVID impact. However, they could have loaned it back to United. Priorities, question mark. Loaned? It's our fucking money. Yeah, because they're still taking money, dividends, aren't they? money, insure money. Exactly. And what annoys me about this is, like we have in this pandemic, we had that statement, didn't we, from Woodward of the club a few have weeks just, ago. Right, this is Go mental. On. The club have just borrowed 60 million to pay the fucking bills and Ponytail Baldyface is out <laughs> here fucking <laughs> withdrawing 100 million to go and fucking build a new bastard swimming pool and extension the cunt. <laughs> no, I love you. Ponytail Baldyface. No, <laughs> that that's not his new name from now on. That is the greatest hey. thing you have ever said. Uh, <laughs> Well done, bro. I'm proud of you today. Um, Mate, they do my fucking tits. You know what I love, Honestly, yeah. 15 fucking years that they've absolutely shagged this club up the arse. Honestly, 1.6 billion has been drained out of the place. You saw the graph that I had the other day, didn't you? Yeah, it was Which shows the amount of profit United was making, right? And you should see it from like 2000 to 2005. It's going fucking gadoosh, right? Then the Glazers take over and we get overtaken by Spurs. Yeah. You know them graphs where it shows you like who's winning and all that sort of stuff and the amount of titles they've I'm going to do a video on it next week because yeah, it honestly will boil your Because everyone piss. has this thing, don't they? Oh, well, since Glazers came yeah, in. Yeah, revenue's made, gone up. Yeah, but it hasn't. Mm, watch not, this. Not, not at the rate that it was. Uh, Abhishek, I, what's Paddy in the super chat? We'll have to do with Torres, Canati, Cano type young centre backs because no way is Varane Ramos. Alaba playing under Harry Maguire's captain. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking superstar not getting any of them. <laughs> Wait, don't you realise we're talking about the people that are the reason why we're not getting any <laughs> of these damn things? 
Look right. Look for the five years. Fancy oh, Super Chat. Is, is our definitely loop it back round to talking about Rude. Look at the five <laughs> years before the Glazers came. Who did we sign? We signed Veron and Rude van Nistelrooy in one window. I didn't think it was losing again, Jay. Right? Yeah. Then we signed Rio Veron, Ferdinand. Veron, he turned Veron, out yeah, all right. Yeah. Then we signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Then we signed Wayne Rooney. That was the four fucking windows prior to the fucking gimps coming. Right? Then and, we signed... And then we got lucky when they came in because yeah. the shrewd signings like Park, four million. Carrick, yeah, 16 million. Right, by the time they got them. their feet under the table, we was getting Obertan and fucking Michael Owen yeah. on a free. And also, Michael Owen yeah. on a free is Cavani. It's fucking the history repeating itself. Mm. Not investing in a proper fucking striker that they should have done. Who would have been the Haaland of the time? Lewandowski, probably. Benzema? Yeah, maybe Lewandowski. Yeah. Maybe Benzi- one of them fuckers. Yeah, Benzema. Was very we get, Benzi- we get yeah. Michael Owen on a motherfucking free. Yeah. Right? And that's the, what they do. And the if you the don't, thing. they've not got any fucking ambition of us winning the league again. They want us to be in the top four because we get Champions League money and that's all they give a fuck about. Simple. Wankers. Do you know what the sad thing freaks. is as well? Is when these players come, even Michael Owen, like even Cavani or Igalo, you get behind him as a fan. You do. Do you know what I mean? That's our natural instincts is as a fan. You'll support him. You'll get behind him. Do you know what I mean? Not and to they, think that we're being shafted. No, that's what I mean. They get away with it because of that. It's like we was like expecting Sancho and we get Cavani and we all get into that. We all buy into it. And we all like, we all, yeah, give it, give it. Cavani Eddie might have been a Haaland of his Ponytail, ponytail, face. Still yeah, you might be right. Your... <laughs> That's a good point. But, uh, Luke, Luke H says, lad, speaking of 91, was the atmosphere then much different going to the games now? Also yeah. were away days better. Do you remember, right, when you scored Chaffer? I, I didn't know if they were like employees or they just did it. All the guys that used to face the front. Do you remember? Like when I used to go on as a kid, there always there used to be people that used to face the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, them lot. Like, but it was like they did it all game. Yeah, that's like, hard. It's like when you go to Germany now, these yeah. guys at the front with a megaphone. I remember and there was like, a period yeah. where I was going got to a game. megaphone. Yeah, it was like that. Like a guy. I remember when I first Can't get went, a fucking lid on me lilt. There was How's like he got a, a megaphone. Stood right in front of me and my dad, and he was like, he literally didn't even watch the fucking game, but he was obviously a nutty red. I remember like, when you'd see uh, stewards, just not like when I remember the first time I seen a steward watching the game. I was like, you're not supposed to be watching the game. Because they're never supposed to be facing the pitch, are they? No. They're supposed to be facing the pitch. My dad the did that for a little while. They only started asking us to sit down after the Glazers as well. Really? Yeah, that's when, I, that's when it was a thing. Because that's when they put up a sign in K-Stand, at least, anyway, saying, um, you may only stand during periods of excitement. Well, I'm fucking excited when I walk in. Periods like, of excitement? Yeah. Like, mean? you're supposed to sit down. Papa Vargas Shut up, you dick. Um, Ross game. Murphy. How soon? I applaud you. Rocking the shirt, Adam. See, you know what? That's what I loved, yeah. This this douche here comes on here. I don't want to talk about that today. Oh, I've had a fucking enough. Oh, he wound me up. And yeah. then he gets stuck in. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And people love that. That's what we need. Yeah. Fuck the Glazers yes. till the death of me. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Or them, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I took the Love United Eight Glazer stickers to Afghanistan. Yeah, I remember if you've not good, seen, good job they fucking did out there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's right, not start talking right. about things now. But like, did they make viral photographs in 2006? <laughs> yes, they did. Hey, we, we walk a very thin line in this gap. <laughs> we need to get it on. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it don't. spills over the passion. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, going back to the, the um, someone else is saying, what was the atmosphere not like true, in the 1996? I was told to sit down. You will have times when no, you were told that to was Tano woman. All right, and that yeah. was, right, Joe, you, yeah. won't, you won't necessarily know this, but Adam, who is uh, not that guy, um, uh, one of our producers upstairs. Adam Passion. The, that's all has gone. No. It's still on. We, the Sorry. electric's gone in here. Yeah. What? Hang on. Are we still streaming? Yeah. Right, cool. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> the, the power has gone, right? What's it? What do no, you call someone's it? fucked the 
The lights, ah, right. flues. All right, cool. <laughs> anyway, um, what the fuck? This is going to bring so all that super chat, Cam. This is going to look so good the on the shot. Cam, let's just show, look at the stage. Oh, it's not up. Oh, up, sick. Okay. It looks good, man. It looks like right. the light. The, uh, the atmosphere Moody in the lighting. early 90s. Oh, sorry. Tano, Tano Woman, right? Yeah. So Tano Woman. It was against Arsenal, <laughs> 1996. He's off his head, isn't it? Right? <laughs> 1996, Tano Woman. Um, it was playing against Arsenal. I remember it because David Seaman had hurt himself and was doing the old wounded soldier oh, trick to like getting dead slow and all that lot. Crime here, River. And then a woman got on. Will K-Stan please sit down? And everyone was like, fuck off. Not sit down. And Dean's, uh, Dean, uh, Adam's dad, was the one who was like, nah, fuck this. Stand up, stand up. That's where stand up for the champions came from. Really? Yep. Um, Take stand, about 1996. The question to Housen, this is Amal Coastman in the Super Chat. This question to Housen, why did the previous owner sell the club to the Glazers? In 1991, great year, Your, uh, Manchester United well were floated and became a public limited company by Martin Edwards and formerly it was owned by him and his dad for generations Louis, and generations. Louis Edwards. We became a limited company, which meant that any man and his dog, including all of us lots out of this table, could buy shares My in dad had the it. club. Did it? Loads of people, everyone had like got one. Forced, well, he held on to them. Some people like just, two quid. You got forced to sell them, didn't you? Hostile yeah. takeover. But some people Once just the glazers held, got to a certain held. amount, the Glazers compulsory, bought your shares. Yeah. Compulsory purchase order, wasn't it? Correct. So you, you, you so can't no, no Up choice. until the mid-90s, every now and then, Edwards would sell off like a percentage of his shares. He was the majority shareholder. He would always sell off a little bit of his shares. Sky, you might remember this, bought like 9.99% of the shares because... Um, they well, they actually had holdings in United, Leeds, Tottenham. Was it B Sky B? Yeah, they had about five clubs that they had a holding in, um, and you couldn't go more than nine point nine nine percent. Otherwise, then it became a conflict of interest because I don't know what the fucking difference is, but that's apparently the difference. Yeah. Um, Sky then got rid of their shares. JP Magna and McManus, which is the owners of the Rock of Gibraltar, honestly, this is like it's like a CSI map this year. Yeah, yeah. Like the owners of Rock of Gibraltar, who then fell out with Fergie, uh, they owned about thirty-four percent. Horse spunk. They owned thirty-four yeah. percent of the club. Um, the Glazers at this time owned about twenty percent or so of the club. Martin Edwards owned a fat chunk, and then there was like 20 percent, which was like match going Reds or no, Reds yeah, around yeah, the world, yeah. spread out. Um, and then as the as it got towards two thousand and five, I think for about two years beforehand, any time any percentage of shares came available, the Glazers kind of just went zoink, zoink, zoink. Then the big deal really happened when McManus and Magnia sold directly to the Glazers, and then the Glazers became like and they wouldn't have done that fifty percent share. If, fell out with if uh, Woodward sold sue. his share, now the Glazers no. own like seventy five percent of the club, and at some point they reached a threshold by buying up like the two pound shares here, there, and everywhere. Uh, where they owned enough of the the club to be able to just jack it basically from everybody else. Then they loaded it with six hundred and sixty. But that's a disgrace in debt. itself because, like what he just said, they loaded us with their debt, so their debts became our debts. So if they couldn't afford to pay what they owed the banks, we were fucked, not them. Yeah. And that was the disgraceful thing about it. They and bought they the club did not know without their own money, they and they were allowed Sky to money buy was it. Gonna do proper fit, did no. like fit and proper test, all that bollocks Rubbish. went out the window. If man. you've got a membership or a season ticket, you've literally put more in in that one season than the Glazers. Bring up that super chat, Cam. Sorry, um, Derek Best says I didn't come here to actually hear about the Glazers. I came here to hear about the greatest trophy ever, the '91 Cup Winners' Cup. Sit tight, UTFR. Don't worry, we're getting to that in a minute. What um, was the '1991 Cup Winners' Cup held? Rotterdam. Which is in which country? Germany. <laughs> I, said the, I said the wrong answer just to fuck you. <laughs> which is in which country? Go on. Deutschland, the greatest. The Netherlands. The, the Netherlands. Greatest. Peter Pan tackle. Rude Van Nistelrooy's from the Netherlands. 
Me and Mackie have done a members video talking about Ruben Nistelrooy briefly as well. Go check that out. He was section. both. He was in both our teams. That'll be up soon. Yes. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Wasn't he mine? Wasn't was he mine? Yeah. Was, was it? it? Yeah. Fucking, he should have been in mine. What was he in mine? Was he? In Do you know what? Look, let's just talk. About <laughs> yeah. How about join the membership and you'll fucking find out. <laughs> Stupid Eric, pointless Eric fucking an argument, didn't it? And that yeah. changed a lot. Of I things. had Rude and I had Eric. Ru- I had Ronaldo and Eric. All right. Oh, you could just ignore it and talk about it on the actual show you've done rather than fucking. Oh, all right. Shit, this one. Sorry, Mister. Sitting here trying to fucking Sorry, talk about Mr. the 1991 Cup. Sorry, Mister. Structured podcast. All of a sudden. Go on then. Guess how old I was in '91. Two. Did, were you there? Did you go to Rotterdam? Yeah. Fucking I stood outside. I think so. Special yeah. tokens. Yeah. We ran closed doors games. Do you want to say how, how absolutely fucking completely mugged off I got? Someone said, do you, do you, "Those of you who are of a certain vintage will remember tokens and token sheets." You used to have to get them from a program, but then Lead people just bought 10 lots of programs. No, like you actually get a token in your program. You had to oh, cut yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I don't, I don't you remember don't doing that. it personally. But, but I, then you had to get the center of your ticket. So yeah. for like the most of the night is the center of your ticket was your token because you can't really forge tickets. Um, and obviously you can't go and buy 20 tickets. You've got your ticket. You know, people would go in and buy stacks of programs because they was applying for cut finals and stuff. But then everyone was like, well, I don't like cutting my fucking ticket up, mate, because I like to keep my tickets and stuff like that. So that's when they moved into entirely different systems. Um, but I remember talking to someone once. I must have been like 12. Went proper whoosh over me head. And it was like, they was talking about a special token. So you could get special tokens. And I remember, I think I told Jay about this one. We went into um, a game at Old Trafford. Now, I'm, what, 9, 10, 11, something like that. We're going to Old Trafford. It's a weekday. It's like, you know two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday or something like that. My dad's picked me up from school. We go to Old Trafford, go through the turnstile, and he drags me back by my collar. He's like, what are you doing? And he goes, go through again. we're going out and we're going through again. So you can get the, because the program is your token. So we've gone through, we've got our tokens, this, that, and the other. And then um, I've got to go again. He's fucking calling me again. I'm like, this fucking old bastard. He's, uh, he's gone, right, we're going to the pub. And I was like, there's literally a, a reserve game going on. And I like football. So I'm like, and we were wearing that Jordan Blue Aztec kit at home. How mad's that, right? So I've, I'm like, well, watch the match. It's probably like Ryan Giggs playing or something like that. It's like 91, 92. Yeah. It was probably for the Rumble's Cup final. I, I think for. this sounds crackers, but I might have been out that game. Because I remember a game where Matt Bosnich was in net for us. It was the young, the academy team. But it might have been the Rezies. What do you wake Yeah, and you got the tokens. And that's what we, we went through several yeah. times because of that. Then we went the in the ghost. Dan's brought back a memory oh. there, though. There used to be people that would buy your tickets outside the ground. Used tickets. Yeah, probably for that. Mate, yeah. when I was a little kid, right, what we used to do when I was I ain't finished my story yet, Jay. Oh, sorry. Go on then. So I went in the ghost, and <sighs> then one of the we'll, blokes, we'll talk about one of the blokes in the pub was like, did you not get the special token from the bloody blah? And I was like, no, what's a special token like? It was like, it was a behind closed doors game. And I was like, well, how do we go to that? 2021 is looking up, which means there should be plenty of new opportunities for you to grow your business. Uh, whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees, a lot of us are doing that now. People working from home, Zoom and all that sort of stuff. One thing that remains unchanged is um, it's the importance of having the right people on your team. We all know that you've got to try and get the right team in place. It's something we've done here at Paddock and I'm sure everyone else who's got a business is trying to do the same. So when you're ready to make your next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified qualified candidates so you can find the right person quickly. Um, and to lend a helping hand with this, your first job post is free. 
So if you go in on LinkedIn jobs platform, you have a look on there um, and you can have a look and sort of find the right role for your position you can find the right person for that for that job you also at linkedin is like an active community of professionals with more than 30 million members in the uk so there's you know it's just sort of an untold amount of, of um professionals there you can tap into um it's dead easy to get started new features on there we've been having a look at it today um it's proper easy to navigate so you can find the, the quick uh, the candidates that you the want you want you can sort of filter it through very quickly to find the right sort of candidates for you um and you can also manage jobs uh, job posts and contact candidates from a single view uh, very quickly and it's it's just it's so much easier when you go on LinkedIn jobs to have a look and find that right person. You think, right, okay, I need this this role fill in and who's there and who could do that. And it just gives you a sort of wealth of, uh, of candidates, really. There's just so many sort of people on there and top people and professionals on there for each job role. And they, you can go in there and see the sort of the background, the CVs and all that sort of stuff. Um, so when your business is ready to make that next hire and the right person, uh, find the right person with LinkedIn jobs, now you can post for free. So just visit linkedin.com slash devils. That's linkedin.com slash devils to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Make sure you check it out. You two fuckers worked it out. Yeah. It's behind closed doors. Can't yeah, well, you can't go. It's behind closed doors. Mug me off. <laughs> it's like it's like telling <laughs> someone to go to the DIY shop for a long wait. Isn't right. It? Yeah, all but yeah, pain. I'm 12 and I'm going, Dad, we need to go to this behind closed doors game. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, why? Well, how do we go to this game now? <laughs> See, I'm of the era where I, because I was a member, and I'll let you tell your story now. I remember the era of we'd get our books. I've, pro- I've got a few at home, so I'll bring one in for you if you want. You'd get your book with the membership, yeah. which was like the application book. And I would be a dickhead. So when the fixtures would come out, I'd fill in all the book. Right. The fixtures changed, don't yeah, they? So yeah. once they change, you're fucked. My dad would have to get a new book sent out. <laughs> but like, you'd post the book out with like what tickets you wanted, how many you needed, just membership number and that. And then like a week, two weeks before the game, if you had that, it was a proper thin envelope. So you knew it was the tickets. Did you have a clock that it was your dad's handwriting on it though? Because you used to have to send your own envelope. Oh, I can't remember that much. Uh, Because that was how I I remember there used to be periods where there was one one example, for for example, where he didn't tell me we had got the ticket. Right. So it was... Barcelona oh, game with skulls that happened. That. So he's gone. Like I haven't got a ticket, but we we had watched games in Manchester before, yeah. and he's gone. We're going to go up there and we'll just see what happens. And then as we're walking down, so he's gone. Hey, yeah, and that was the sick. that was the white envelope, the, the the thin one. And I was like, shit. And he's done that a few times. And yeah, just just getting ready to wake up, run down, and see if that. Because now you can check it online banking. Yeah, it's shit now. You can, there's so many things you get a text. Yeah, you get the email. But then you just had to chub. wait for the post. Yeah, yeah it was a, well, do you know what it's called? Chubbed. Is it the guy? Chub Club. The guy was called Chubb, yeah. His surname was like Chubb. I can't remember his first name. Ago. I remember yeah. the, the logo that used to be on forums yeah. with Chubb Club with yeah. the blue nose, was it? Was it a blue nose? I think so, yeah, because it was the Bertie Magoo thing. I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was literally, he'd write you a letter and say, you've been unsuccessful in your application for this time. Because I remember like you saying you used to get the match tickets when I was about 10. We wait outside and ask people for like proper jobs. Wait outside for them. I can have you take a ticket, like, because people just throw them out and give them that. And then we go to the towers and say, right, yeah, I'll give you like five t- max tickets. Can we have a five tickets? Can we have a ticket for the next game? It's all like four quid a ticket or whatever, but you get enough of them. Fucking happy days, get a ticket. It's mad, isn't it? Like, and I think that's, is that a charm of the game that's gone? Yeah, a, a little bit. Because like when we was kids, we used to go to Old Trafford, me and my mates, right? We had no money. 
No ticket. Unallocated seating yeah. was a big And we're just trying fucking get in somehow. Oh, yeah. You've you know got, I've I mean? done that at so many like, stadiums. Yeah, like, right. We'll, we'll try and get in. When United used to play at Villa Park, yeah. I used to just... Like, like there was a... Yeah. Once my dad had a mate that worked in the ticket office, we were sorted forever then. But, like, before that period, there used to be times where I'd just think, fuck it, we'll try and get in. Or you just try and walk in. I even remember Evra scoring at, in, in Germany. Just trying to walk in. I never had a ticket. Just trying to just. <laughs> the, just do you remember the? I just walk, Jordan, right? <laughs> do the Mancini city scarf, the blue scarf. Yeah. Well, they give them out at City, didn't they? Of course they do. One. They give them out away with tickets, don't they? Well, they give it away like, from one of. It was one of the derbies. It was yeah. the one where Darius Vassell missed the penalty, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So for that game, I didn't have a ticket. I'd been hanging around outside for ages, and I saw a, a, a guy in a wheelchair wheeling himself in, and I was like, here we go. As he was wheeling himself in, I was like, I got you, mate, don't worry. Starts pushing him in. I'm like, where are we going here? Whoa, He's whoa, like, too quick, this. <laughs> he went through that door there. I went, sound. There's a guy in an orange jacket on the door. I was like, all right, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels him in. I was like, what floor? He's like, two. He pressed two. See He's you standing later. there. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I wheeled him out of the lift. I was like, all right, sound. I walked out onto the front of the concourse. The, the, the concourse. The <laughs> <laughs> it was at City, wasn't it? <laughs> So I walk out onto the, the, I'm on the top tier. So as I look, I've looked out, I've got him in the bottom right corner of the ground. So I went in at the, like a, just a door near Asda, on the Asda side. I've walked in, I'm on the top finger and I've looked and United are like, I mean, we mustn't have had the top tier this time because we usually have the both, don't we? Yeah. But we, I saw United was down there and I was like, right, I need to go out, down and, and like quarter of the ground round. So I've gone back out, I've gone down some fire escape, got to the bottom floor, opened the door, and it's starting to like, the game's starting, so there's like hardly no one kicking around. So I've just walked up to this massive, I don't know if you've ever seen the doors that separate the home and away. Oh, yeah. Just a big iron door. So I've knocked on the door and go, ah, oh, mate, I'm with Dave, the program seller. And he went, all right, and you come. <laughs> Perfect. It's like with, um, um, I know we're going to go to Super Chat. Yeah, we'll read them out. And I, I walk we'll... into the finger, and it's like a stewards and copper meeting going on, like, like right there. And I walk in, and I go, oh, shit. And I just, Casually look at like the first sort of um, entrance in. I just kind of like dead casually like walk up the stairs, and one of them goes, "Excuse me, pal, you got a ticket?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I it's ran like, down the stairs, jumped to my right, and got dragged out and kicked out. It's like with uh, me and producer Chris <laughs> used to do it a lot. Blue. So at games, if we went to games, and so doing doing Devils and Paddock, obviously, I go to games regardless if I've got a ticket or not. Away games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if I haven't got a ticket, me and producer Chris would do this thing where he would just hold the camera out, I'd hold my mic, and we'd just walk up to yeah. stewards and they'd go, open the door and let you in. And like, <laughs> that's worked at Bristol City. Like, Bristol City, was did we play Bristol City in the cup recently? We yeah. did it in the... In I, I stood the in the corner watching the whole game, like, <laughs> in the corner of the two Bristol City stands. Just yeah. stood there like this with the camera, watching the game. Midgetland, we yeah. went into that one. We just walked... Because we... For their stadium, you know them stadiums where you can walk around the whole stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that in many, but that one you could. And then we walked around the whole stadium, walked into the executive box, and I took a selfie yeah. with Bobby Charles. <laughs> um, we have got some super chats. We're going to read them out in a minute. In fact, I'll read them out now. Uh, Ian says, just want to wish Peter Walton good luck tonight at the most pointless job in football awards. Surely he has to be the favourite to win. Peter Walton is proper pointless, isn't he? Uh, Chris Lowe says, the Glazers lobbied the Tampa County to place a tax on all residents to pay for half of the Tampa Bay Stadium. Oh, the they ended up paying for all of it. It's not just here, they are pricks. 
Um, seems like the global twat. That's unbelievable. Um, Can you imagine that? I know, I can't. That's awful. Uh, Peter Kelly says, would you rather win the next 10 league titles but always lose to City or win five of the next 10 but always hammer City? Um, I'd rather win all the titles. When we used to win the league, we used to lose to City. Like, In 2008, remember, we lost over the way. To be fair, it's what City have kind of said to us this year. Like, we don't care because we're going to win the league. And yeah. you're like, yeah, you got points. It's like Ali as a player yeah. never beat City. Two, two yeah, draws, to be fair, that, he defeats. wouldn't have played them that much. Yeah, yeah I mean, that yeah. two, two <laughs> yeah. draws, two defeats, so four games, but... Fucking four games. You never beat you need to know about them. Jidey says, uh, nothing off about selling personal shares. If the club issued new shares, the money would be the club's. If anything less... <laughs> It's not less ownership though, bro. I know it looks like ownership is good. I don't agree with that. I know it looks like when you see 79.9%. Less Glazer ownership is good. Sorry, I read that wrong. When it goes from 80% to 75% or whatever it's going to, I can understand people being like, oh, this is good. They're beginning to fuck off. But yeah. they're not. That's sort of must to say now, aren't they? They're saying anything yeah. that diversifies the shares is a positive thing. They're here to stay, bro. They're not going small. anywhere. Mate, if I give you a sandwich, right, and 25% of it is shit, are you willing to call it a ham sandwich? That's a shit sandwich, bro. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Uh, and that's what our owners are. Brandon Reisner says, I'm a university student studying sports broadcasting journalism and have to write a story. Uh, sorry, I have a story to write and I'm doing it on Man United. I love the show and would greatly appreciate it if I could use y'all Sources. You do want to pass, don't you? Yeah, no, you use sources, mate. You'll get a fucking D. John in the comments says it was Arthur you'll Chubb. Get the, yeah, that was you'll it. get some D. Arthur right. Chubb. Oh, there you go, John Neild. Um, ah, Can you make the comments Chubb, bigger for us, please, it. Cam? Yes. Arthur See, I just thought Chubb. it was like a nick, like a, you know, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb Club. No, no, it was, I knew Because there used to be a thing on Must Forum called Chubb Club. And if you never had a ticket, you'd just go in there and be like, I ain't got a ticket. And someone might try and help you out or. Let you know where a screening was. I think it was on a, on one of the Fergie documentaries, I think. Do you know the one where Eamon Holmes kind of followed him around for oh, a fuck bit? off. No, but listen, hear me out. Right. I think they interview Arthur Chubb on it. Really? I think so. Eamon Holmes loves us, you know. Well, I don't love Eamon I met Holmes. him at the Northwest Football Awards and he came up to me like... No, I said, Jay, what was his favourite? Like, I love you guys. <laughs> Keep up the good work and all that. I remember that. That was, that was funny. Uh, Ryan says, as someone who is 14,000 kilometers away from Manchester, I love listening to these old stories of going to games. I'm jealous, but it makes me feel closer. Yeah, we are quite lucky in the sense that we could just jib I in started a mint thread on uh, Twitter. Have you seen it? What is of it? all the old pictures from my games. And that. But I don't understand that you didn't go to any games and sold too far. Yeah, I didn't, but I found some pictures, you know what I mean? And uh, I just did <laughs> not shopping skills on point. Yeah. Um, but no. now I like, found some amazing... Like, that's what I'm not, I had this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MUFC ads. Yeah. And I used to just, it's just upload, adverts like, like, Manchester United. It had a Z, it. didn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course, fucking Z. <laughs> um, I was young ads. Um, but now nah, I used to like just, you know, what? I miss it. I had, I had a sick YouTube channel basically. And it was just, it was just walking into ground. So it was yeah. the fan, like walking through the tunnels, walking into the ground, walking up the stairs or a corner. And Scholes' volley was on there, for example, at Villa Park. Like, little things like I used, that. I, and then I deleted yeah, the channel. I, I, yeah. I didn't I, take photos or anything. No, like, I was the same. You just I, took it for granted. I, I, I never I, took photos with my dad, which yeah. is weird. Like, I wish I had a picture with my dad outside Old Trafford in my first game. I haven't yeah. got that. But we used to take... Because he was an, he worked in property. So in his car, he'd always have a camera to take pictures of houses. Ah, yeah, a digital yeah. one as well. So as soon as I get... I take it with me and take it into yeah, the ground yeah. and that. That's how I had all them pictures. And I found a folder which was just like pictures from football games, it was called. And because I've had some sort of OCD when I was a kid, I used to save the folder with the opposition, the date, and the location. 
So it's, I've got like just a file ready. Proper like, catalogue. Yeah, it's like. a shitter because we used to, our old season ticket we used to share was <clears> near the tunnel. Do you remember when Mascherano got sent off? Yeah. That's the one time I had a camera on me for some strange reason. I had a camera on me. I can't remember why. But you can see, like on the photos of it, on like, I think it was the MEN or someone had photos of it not long ago. You can see me on the thing taking a photo of him, but I lost the fucking camera. <laughs> oh, look at that. So I lost like, only a decent <laughs> pictures. That's the only the, one I took a camera to. All the titles of the teams and that. Versus Villa, Roma. I reckon. That. I maybe only until like Kiev. camera phones, Kiev. maybe took three or four photos. That's remember I mean, I uh, That's the only time. I don't really I remember a... it. Do you remember widescreen photos? Uh, remember them for a minute? It. Like yeah. really thin letterbox shaped yeah, yeah, photos. The, the long ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were good. But, then. but real photos. I had a, a camera that shot them or <clears> like developed as them. Because I remember I had a fucking wicked photo that I took of Cantona right in front of me because we was in Northstand for yeah. some fucking reason. But it's the only benefit of being in Northstand is like you get a good angle from it like that. Uh, and it was just Cantona, pretty much on his own, like arms on his hips, like normal, playing against like Sheffield United or something like that. Uh, and that was it. And it was on, I remember it just being on this letterbox style thingy. And then like, where are they? Fuck knows. Shit, I know. In a garage somewhere. Like, yeah, probably. Uh, Jacob OC says, bit overcast in the studio today. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> You're right. Uh, we need to fix that. <laughs> the lights went out <laughs> mid-podcast. Uh, yeah, also, can we hit some likes? Can we have 800 likes? I don't know what we're on. But yeah, hit that like button. Oh, miles away, we're on 250 likes. Come on. Um, Paul Brown says JLC's is parking on. Yeah. Now look at the quality of that photo. <laughs> Fucking hell. Did your hand? Ronaldo and Rude, though. Did, did, you, did your hand draw that with some crayons? <laughs> so good. Sorry, uh, people. That Rooney with that. Yeah, you can't see these photos, guys. Wild. Yeah, There's Ronaldo. Jesus, that's shit. You don't want to see these photos, guys. The, the, uh, the, the nostalgic, but they look like they've been. That's taken a good one, Ronaldo running with a, a fucking paintbrush and easel. Yeah. Uh, Go on my Twitter, you'll find them. Yeah. Rio. Don't fix it. Just name it Steve, Adam, Jay in the dark. That the Glazers know what it takes. Takes on a whole different meaning. That. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Go on. Right, Justin, you fucking double wrong on this. The Glazers know what it takes to manage a sports club. No, they don't. Yeah, I'd, I'd disagree with that. Woodward never changed and shit at Manchester United. Everybody well, copied Woodward out. when he changed the business model of United. Now we've got a new director of football, so I think overall it's not bad. For starters, Isn't that director of football, not a lot of people fucking digging him from within the club. Because like, I'm not, I know you did a reaction to it the other day. I'm not just going to do a reaction to it. I've been digging to try and find out that Murtaugh's been at the club for a long fucking time. Yeah, I saw that. But I, I said I didn't. Bro, when, I, I might judge the director of football yeah, anyway. No. No, I, the when I did my sort of reaction, one of the things I was like, I'll see. Don't know a lot. Been at the club, was at Everton, was at the Premier League as an elite development, whatever the fuck that means. We'll see how this goes. It could go either way. I've not got any knowledge. You know a little bit more about the geezer, don't you? Well, yeah, I'm trying to find it. I mean, I spoke to a couple of players who've left um, and said, talk to me about him because I believe he had a lot to do with like hands-on with players and stuff like that as part of the education yeah, well, that stuff to get. The articles I was reading, I was saying. So a bit of a mixed bag of, uh, some people said, yeah, I thought it was sound, thought it was really nice. And some people said it was a bellend. So I'm, uh, I'm putting together, you know, some sourcemen doing actual journalism for a change. Yeah. Um, well, so why know, not? MEN could learn a thing or two. Don't talk. The, um, the thing is, like, us getting a director of football, it means nothing. Because I'll tell you what, there's a bloke right behind me on this fucking wall who was offered the job who tells me that it wasn't a fucking real job. And he said all he wanted was a shit deflector, which sounds about right. Patrice mm. Hever. Yeah. The person you Remember Woodward about, was trying to be him. all friends with him, trying to hang around with everyone. But Paul Well, do you know why it went to? So <laughs> I don't know if I'm breaking bank on this or not. Like, but um, go on. He phoned him up after the after Paris. Joe him and Pogba was like celebrating us beating Paris. Yeah. 
Um, and he phoned up saying, oh, a director of United don't act like that. He's like, I don't fucking work for you. Really? Yeah. Pussy old kid. <laughs> Who's that, wouldn't he? Um, oh, someone else, JD in the super chat says, Jeed, I think. Jeed, sorry, says, with preemptive rights, Avram would have had to first offer the shares to existing shareholders. This says that despite the dividends, they're illiquid. Adam McCauley, do you want to explain what all that means? Because I don't understand it, any of it. It's not liquid, is it? Fine. So they're either they're solid or a gas. Solid or a gas, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know, I remember that from chemistry. They're insoluble as well. Ah, you see. Um, Brandon <laughs> Reisner said, the high press counter attacking we did against City worked. Uh, then being one of the strongest teams in the wor- world, why do y'all think it's so hard to maintain that style? Because not everybody play plays the works. same way City do against us. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a simple thought. Ali Milani, welcome to the first team as well. Yeah, man. City. Usain Bolt is the fastest man in the world. Why doesn't he run marathons at that speed? Because he's a, not really that quick. Do you remember when people were like, Usain Bolt's going to be a footballer? Was like, she gave you. I hated that. She I hated gave. that period no, of time. I dig it. Right. Why? No, because I hated that. Because he literally went to the I Australian third division and was shit. I hated that period of they time. They played him as a winger. He's six foot bastard seven, Jay. Joe, you play him, centre half. Or you Are don't you getting done for legs? No. Or you don't play him because this right. isn't fucking big brother starting 11. This Jay? is Manchester United Football Club. It's not a UNICEF game. Yeah. <laughs> right? Don't play him up front because people think, oh, he's quick. No, you can be quick going backwards, centre half. Is he getting out jumped? Bro, you're saying not ball, isn't better balls. than me, bro. <laughs> He was terrible at football, though. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not like the problem wasn't the position they played him. The problem was he couldn't play football. <laughs> like, Chris Marlin! Right. right. You know what was funny? When I know you, what you're doing. You know I'm when not, I replaced... You what can, do you mean you know what I'm doing? This I'm, is a I'm good lead on to Rude. This is a good lead on to Rude, well. so you like this. Yeah. Remember when I did the podcast for you the other week because you uh, jacked it off <laughs> as you do everything else? Uh, <laughs> not in front of the children. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> but basically, there was a point on that podcast where I talk about Smalling and how stiff he looks and how he looks like he's been overtrained out to pass the ball. And when I mentioned that, Rio laughed. <laughs> like it was something he had thought of before. Like, or it's something that footballers laugh I'm at. in a group chat with him Ooh. and he is fucking brutal on a match day. And I, my entire life is to get him to be like he is on camera, how he is in that fucking group chat. Because yeah, like. watching a match with him... <laughs> How do you do that though when he's saying things? Do you argue with him? Yeah. Like, there's times Some, when you'll well, sometimes, go, sometimes. You'll go like, nah, I think. It's usually about a left back. Right, but, let's, um, let's not regurgitate that as we're being. And a actually, it's not even necessarily arguing about a left back because he, well, he agrees more than he fucking pretended to on that camera. So, anyway, fuck that. Give us some exclusives. Yeah, come on. Rude. Let's save Rude right, before so we wrap up. Obviously, the great we've got Rude coming out on Friday. Um, all I'll say is, he, yeah, it next is. Friday, Cameron. Um, next Thank Friday, he's going out. We've That's got. Thanks, Cam. We got him talking about his relationship with Ronaldo because obviously there was a lot of talk about, you know, his relationship with Ronaldo. Can I ask you something? You just did. Another. Can I ask you something else? Yeah. Other than that, is the story about him telling Ronaldo to go and cry to his daddy about that is Queiroz? true. Is that true? He didn't, he, did he, he didn't say, say it. Right. But um, as we was having, a, we had a bit of a chat this morning. Like, Fucking seven a.m. We had to do. <laughs> Oh, um, my, my heart bleeds. Oh, shut up, right? Fucking hell. So, God forbid you have to get up at half six when it be one of the greatest strikers in the history of association football. I said to Rio, look, there's a load of myths around the Rooney, uh, sorry, the, the, the Rude and Ronaldo relationship. And I went, I want to know, is it true before I bring it up and look a dick? Yeah. Like, and did, is it true um, you twatted him uh, about it? And he went, yeah, it's true. Ask him, on it. ask him when we ask him when we're on there. 
So we did, and, and they, they had a bit of a laugh about it. They said they'd nearly had a fight in training over it. Because so. Rio was sticking up for Runner. Yeah, Rude left one on Ronaldo, and uh, Rio nearly fucking ended him for it. Um, so That's what we're missing, though. Not people leaving things on training, but leave his character a bit. And he said, you get in the change room afterwards, you'd be looking at each other like fuming and then start laughing. He goes, because you realise it's, it's about the standards, it's about this, that, and the other, and it's about just wanting to be a fucking winner. Yeah. You know, it was a really fucking good podcast, to be honest, because obviously he's a, he's a coach, he's trying to be a manager, or he's a manager trying to work his way up. He's, I don't know if this is an exclusive or not, but he's going to be managing in the, the Dutch Championship next season um, as you know, manager. Den Bosch and then man. Um, he's also going to be part of the Euros as assistant manager. Um, so I think there's, there's all sorts in the podcast that's worth listening to. You know what I love as well? Because he sat there with Rio... And you'll find this with a lot of them. Like, if it was just you and Joel... We don't get Rude, the same interview. No, yeah, like, because Rio knows some of this shit really happened, he can't ask him and then he goes, yeah, that's not true. Oh, yeah, the like, best that up, be like... my mum will be like, well, I know it is true. So yeah. you get a different side to them when they're getting interviewed, not only by a former colleague and teammate and friend, but someone that knows what happened. Like, was, I had one question thing. written down I didn't get to ask him. Um, and we did over an hour as well. The fuck did um, you write it down for then? I have all sorts of notes on my thing in front of me while I'm talking. And the one question I wanted to ask him was, when you imagine yourself as a player, what kit are you in? Because he only played over 100 games for United. He was the only club he stayed at for that length of time. And I don't think United fans treat him like a, he's one of ours, like Joe completely and wholly like we do some players. And I think he suffers a little bit because his title win, the one title he won, he won an FA Cup and a League Cup, but he won one title. It was like, I said this to you before, then I, if there can be a worst title that we won, it's that 2003 one. Because it was kind of like, yeah, it was a transitional side. We never retained it. It was, it was stuck Your in between two Champions Leagues. Yeah, it was like, so it wasn't... Last one, it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a, a, a vintage, like well-loved sort of side. And I think Rude suffers because of that. Because and when you look at what he did he spent, for us, mate, If you look at the unreal. amount of time he spent at United and the amount of time he spent at Real Madrid, you'd, if, if you told any player you're going to spend 10 years at United and Madrid, you'd expect... Champions League, yeah. and he probably picked the worst period of time <laughs> yeah. to be at those two clubs, which is mad. Well, but if he if he stays yeah. at United, for, <laughs> yeah, yeah if he now. stays at United for ten years, or he st- had Real Madrid for ten years, the things that he goes, like, he, he would he would beat our top goal scorer. He would have won three more. He won. He scored one hundred and fifty goals in five years. Two hundred and five games. It was two hundred games. Two hundred and. 215 if you include substitution appearance. I know his record off the top of my head. It's one of right. the best records about. How many goals? Right, Cam, Google this for us. How many goals is Marcus on? He's on 85, I think. 85. He's 170 right. away from Rooney's record. So, and but, but Rude is in a similar. How many games? How many, how many games has Marcus played? Yeah. Oh, it's, right. I think that's about 250. Right. It's an so, comparison, but yeah. it's probably more, it is an unfair comparison, but it's still a comparison. Yeah, yeah. In five years. Root's got 150 goals. Yeah, For those of you who can't phenomenal. work maths out, that's 30 goals Guaranteed a season. Boom, a boom, boom, year. boom. He scored 44 <laughs> goals one season. There's only three players that have scored plus 40. 40. One was Dennis Law. He won the Ballon d'Or that year. One was Cristiano Ronaldo. He won the Ballon d'Or that year. The other was Ruud van Nistelrooy. And he did win a lot of personal honours, but one of them Do was you know the player who breached 30 goals just before, um, who was the last one before Ronaldo and Ruud? 
Um, Brian McClare. Yes. Hey. Fucking come that. on here and fucking people, show my fucking. No, it's a trick question because yeah. people don't look like Brian McClare like that. 1988? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 87 to 88, I think would have been, or 88 to 89. Mother's Day weekend, what you got for your mother? I've got to buy my mum something. And then no, yeah, kid, well, and what are you gonna buy? Miss something from the kids as well. I'm not gonna need it. I'll do it on the way home. Gin. Do you buy? You gonna buy? Do you need something? Looks like it, doesn't it? You got it, haven't you? Otherwise, you oh like yeah, it. Blake went to Tesco on her own, and uh, yeah, she's got you a new ironing board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't right. look at me. She bought it. I just paid for it. <laughs> I, moms are like that, aren't they? You know, yeah. when you go, what do you want for Christmas? Just, just you happy. I'll just have oh, a Oh, shut pop. up. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, bruv? Like, what are you on about? Um, just before we wrap up, Matthew Brooks says in the Super Chat, Rude was the man who got me into 40. That's just gone off when I was reading it. Halfway through me reading it. Can we scroll up? Rude was the man who got me into 40. I remember being obsessed with how to play like United video. Sorry, that with you, the how Jesse to play like United video that Jesse appeared on in 02. Yes. Uh, also, Brandon Reisner says, if Pep and Klopp have played their style of play with minor adjustments versus various teams. Why is it so hard for Oli to trust a consistent style of play with minor changes instead of changing tactics? But you know what? Like every City, every style of play has its positives and negatives now. Great positives are you win the league and all that. But you also have massive drop-offs. Yeah, and you also have a bench with four or five hundred million pounds in it. Exactly. Right, in the comments. Can't get her a fucking ironing board now, can I? Because she knows. You'll have to get an iron. So. Oh, you've ruined the surprise. Oh, gutted. Um, when's your interview with Rude out? Friday. What time? Fuck knows. Oh, no. Fuck knows Friday. That's what we call it. When's your glazer run out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow what time? I don't know. When's Mine's yours out? Right. Right. I know as what you do. You subscribe and you hit the notification bell and then you'll right. find Thank out, you. won't you? Right, right. Yeah, you're right. Well done. Yours out at five over on your channel. Yeah, basically subscribe to Stretford Paddock, you cunt. Yeah. And like the video, please. But subscribe like... And, uh, and tweet me your favourite irons. Yeah, subscribe to the thing, innit? Because seriously, on a level, like, some of you ain't subscribed. We all see the stats. Nobody else has to deal with a diabetic producer. So if anything, subscribe for the diabetic producer. Hashtag Diabetes UK. Is he wrong burdened? Stop reading out what he says. He read. <laughs> Get down here. He's just saying it. Right, on that bombshell. That's been Steve Nelson. That's been Adam McCall. I've been Jay. Fuck the Glazers. Fuck the Glazers. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.